Post Fan Podcast for December 1st, 2015. I am David Palermo, your host. And I'm your other host, Adam Deacon. You can find us on Twitter, Numbills Fan Adam D over there, and Numbills Fan is me. Well, we're coming off this great Chiefs game. That What great Chiefs game? I, it's been three years I haven't seen a great Buffalo versus Chiefs game yet. It's been a hell of a time. We've had three years against Alex Smith. It of, feels like another mini curse at this point. And I Alex don't, Smith. I don't understand because every time after Alex Smith beats you, you're like, wait, there's no more time in the game? Wait, what do you mean he was actually connecting on deep passes? Are you kidding? Either way, we know that a lot of the playoff hopes are riding on that game, and now we have to hope that Oakland beats them and then tanks the season themselves. And we have to have a lot of things fall our way. Pittsburgh lost, which we thought, oh, yeah, it would be a big help. Wait, no, wait a second. Now that the Bills lost to the Chiefs, there's teams like the Texans in spots ahead of them. You know, the Jets Jets are right with them. slipped right ahead of us in the division. It's amazing. It's amazing because every year – it's come down to this, and we always try to stay positive here, but let's be real. Chopin Bulldog pointed some stuff out on WGR, which was... Shout out, AM550. AM550 in Buffalo. And what those guys say is 12 out of 15 years, they've been between 4 and 7 and 5 and 6 going into December. I mean, that is crazy. And they brought up the point, you couldn't try to do that if you wanted to. And it's just amazing that somehow this happens again. And, I mean, think about the buildup we had. It was crazy. Like, all right, Doug Marone fires himself. Awesome. Real psyched. Oh, no, poor Doug. Then he goes, oh, he's the hot candidate for the Jets. You guys screwed up. Watch out. What's he do? He blows his interview. I keep hitting my leg because I'm Italian. And that's what we do. We just talk with our hands but he's lying he's hitting me send help yes always hitting him and it's just crazy because we're all hyped with the free agent acquisitions this is rex ryan you got greg roman look what he did with no-name quarterbacks look he made alex smith's career hence how did you not stop alex smith and you know yeah, I was really hoping there was going to be something we could exploit from their time together in right, San Francisco. Right, right, and we just, just – some little insight where we could just go in and, it, you know, slip in that low blow, that that cheap shot that's going to get in his head. It's just crazy it didn't happen. I don't mean like a cheap shot, like a late hit. Like I just mean like a little like – a little intel, you know, a little a little peek into, into the – into the gears. You, you would know, think what makes he, this guy tick. Exactly. You would think he would know what he corrected and, and what they did. Maybe they did try to exploit him, but one thing that the Chiefs did that really turned the Bills season upside down in a sense was they beat the cornerbacks this game. And you know, Darby went out, they took advantage of Butler in there and you know that you got towards Fred Macklin. At the same time, we had a lot of factors this game going against us, which is, again, referees. It's not Rex's job to correct the refs. That Years ago, before the challenge flag, challenge flag, you were just, that's it. That's it. Now this guy has to think about it. That said, you have the challenge flag for a reason. You know they're incompetent. you got to throw it. I see both sides of it. I see both sides of the argument. 
I see the typical guys that show up in the voice. This team is awful. You know, when are they going to, that so-and-so, number 40, and they want to talk about the team. They don't know who the players are. They say the same old thing. Oh, just the same old Bills, and this is the same old coach. This Rex Ryan guy, I don't like him. And you know who calls in those shows? Are the older gentlemen, closer to the 60 years old, no problem. No disrespect to the older guys out there. You know, you got to have class and balls and brass and, you know, it, it, it is what it is. People are just finding reasons to hop on the coach, hop on whatever. It's a tire fire. But at some point, can the Bills catch a break? Can the Bills just catch a break? And now you're telling me of all games that Alex Smith decides to throw deep. After all yeah. this hype we've had all season. After all these years. All this stuff. Now, somehow we're at 5-6 and six going into, in, into December. And Alex Smith decides... One time out of probably how many games has he played to to just throw deep? One. This one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. That said, the coaches got to make adjustments. They, they got to do what they got to do. I don't want to hear from people, oh, they don't blitz as much. You know, that last game against the Patriots. Yeah. I was kind of waiting for it to turn on too. At the same time, if you listen closely to what Rex tells you, which he shoots it straight, simulated pressure. That doesn't mean blitz. Simulated pressure it means they're still sending four, even three. You just don't know who's coming. And I was waiting for that too. At the same time, every game has a different game plan. Yeah, man. I mean, really, to me, the Chiefs beat us in three easy steps. Number one, outcoach Rex. And they won that battle. They came out. They came out and took away what was an incredible passing game in the first half nullified that um step two play better through your injuries make your depth be deeper depth and we thought we had great depth What's i mean the- their their number three running back is better than our backup defensive line like we we had the injuries on on the defensive line. They're on their third string running back. Kid kid blew blew by us for a hundred yards. Not a good look. You, and now now we're now we're even thinner at defensive line coming off that game. Um, Alex Alex Carrington had a has what is a torn quad, had to have surgery, and he's he's on season ending IR. And step. I mean, step three was clock management. It just came down to... They got it. They don't... I'm sorry, but you know I'm not one. If you've been listening for a while, I'm always the one to take the coaches and the player side and roll with it. And and especially the first year with the new coach, I want to be as positive as possible. And the biggest issue I have right now, one of them is, where is the urgency on offense? And again, another punt with 10 minutes to go, and you're giving the ball back. And yes, your defense was shredded in the run game. I understand. You guys couldn't stop a nosebleed. But we've seen the Bills, even with Kyle Orton in a similar roster. I guess maybe not with the running backs. Okay, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. We, we've just seen this team in fourth down situations come out okay. And at fourth and nine with 10 minutes to go, <coughs> excuse me, and Alex Smith at the helm. I just felt like he's due to, to, to quite frankly, screw it up. He, I, I just felt he's due. 
It's just maybe it's the the hope I have, but at the same time, we can talk about Sammy Watkins having a hell of a half, you know, a hell of a first half. He wasn't looked at in the second half. At the same time, the Buffalo Bills did not have that many chances in the second half. They could not keep drives rolling in the second half, meaning less chances to Sammy. That said, I don't want to be nuts to throw a number on it because the coverage is, you know, oh, they rolled the safety over the top. Okay, Madden 101. How do you take the safety out of the equation? Roll the safety over. Oh, I was going to say Madden 101 is roll the safety over the top. Okay, if you line them up in the slot, you have them do an underneath route or a slant, and you have the guy next to him running a go, he's going to take the safety with him, right? Or, if not, you have that exploited, and then you make make the shot. Now, don't get me wrong. That could be happening. Because who am I? I watched the game once. That could be happening. Maybe on film they didn't, you know, uh, I leave open a rebuttal to any player that wants to tweet us and correct us. Because that could also be the reason that the Bills looked other spots is maybe he was taking two guys. That said, with him hot in that first half, for him to be ignored, I'm scratching my head real hard. Really hard. Yeah, you would, you would imagine there would have been at least a couple shots in that direction. Just something. I mean, can we put some some something together just to extend a drive? I thought Roman called a better game than the game prior. I didn't think he totally. They they were definitely running. They tried to run at first and a lot of stretch stuff with Shady where he picks and chooses his holes. It sucked that Carlos Williams went down because it's nice to mix in a little Carlos. But, man, I just felt the second half, what happened to this team we saw in the first half? And you got to keep in mind, that Macklin catch that wasn't a catch, the first controversial play, that changed the whole momentum of the game. Yeah, it did. It did. And it it's a shame we couldn't get a challenge flag down on that. But that's just kind of the way the cookie grumbles sometimes. And I think, you know, a lot of people are criticizing Rex, but I think the Chiefs did a good job making that game flow before anyone really had a chance to do anything. Before the before the booth had a chance to say, wait, 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 we just saw that replay, like you you got to do something that that team was back at the line maybe maybe they need to look at the way that's done internally maybe have better communication coming from upstairs i don't know what goes on upstairs i don't know who's up there rex ryan was five of six on challenges going into this he said that he does really well with it right he says that he's changing his system i don't think he's changing anything and i really don't think yeah it might be nuts to say this i don't think he needs to because here's the bottom line, is Chris Brown broke it down with Sal Capaccio on the Extra Point Show, which is the show on Mondays on WGR. It's in the audio vault under Bills and Football and WGR. And Chris Brown mentioned, hey, this team gets the same thing as the TV feed. And if you watch a TV feed even, it took four seconds before the play was ran, it took four seconds to decide if we're going to challenge it or not by the time they saw a correct angle on some of these plays. 
You know, and, and the Hogan one, like Rex said, it's a it's a bang bang play. Hogan allegedly drops the ball. It is, you know, it is what it is. The Alex Smith spot. I don't think he got that first down. Tyrod Taylor, I'm pretty sure he got that first down unless the guy was touching him out of bounds. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just and then a, a pass interference call on Roby again, which is, by the way, the same crew that called the bullshit pass interference call in the Jaguars game in London. It's getting old, and it's not. Rex said it best. He's like, look, I know these guys are doing the best they can, these refs, and they're not biased or not whatever, but after a half to see your team repetitively, you're kind of wondering. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's taking them to task this year. It's... It's been one of the highest, uh, most highest penalized seasons in NFL history. It's just incredible that this is still happening because you have so many jobs. We've said it before, podcasts in the past. This is a billion-dollar industry, and these guys are not full-time. You have senior citizens hunting, hunting down guys in their prime, and you're telling me 30 is too old for an NFL football player, but you can have a guy who's 65 60, 55, and the NFL running up and down the goddamn field. Which one of those guys is a triathlon? That's what I want to know. You know what I want? Because if one of those guys do an Ironman race, okay, go run. What I'm wondering is, uh, I wonder if there's some sort of rule prohibiting ex-players to get into officiating, because I feel like I've never heard that story ever. And you would... You would think with the way they get into coaching and media and stay stay close to the game in so many situations, why not have guys who actually have that experience? And I, you know, I I could tell you some anecdotes about different jobs I've had where I felt like I was being I was being told how to do my job by people who hadn't really earned the right to do so. And maybe we could get some player refs out there. That would be incredible. Or how about? You do could what, you imagine? Could you imagine if, if Ray Lewis was officiating your game? Yeah, but here's the thing, though: is you can't get player rest because if anything goes like that, thirty for thirty about being broke, then that means they're gonna take payouts. So I don't know, man. It's gotta be somebody like Ray Lewis with money. Wait, You're right. Payouts? I should be a ref. Well, in positive news, we're gonna head back to this. We, but, have, uh, we have positive news. We have positive news. We have a brand new website, baby, numbillsfan.com. So lift up oh. your little heads. Oh, man. Go go do whatever you got to do to get we positive. We have a website. Eat your powdered donut. You find all the bullshit you need from us right on numbillsfan.com. Yeah, everything's right there in one easy stop for you. The latest the latest podcast, our whole, our whole archive, um, all you got to do is follow that Apple link if you want to subscribe. And that's the easiest way. Then you got Numb Bills fan coming right to your device, whether it be your tablet, your laptop, your smartphone. All you gotta do is get in there and hit subscribe, or just stop by Numb Bills fan on the on the web, numbillsfan.com. We got a player built in. You come to the site, it'll just start playing for you. Very simple, nice, beautiful silk sheet background, because you know you want to get freaky, you want to check it out. You also you want to roll around with that robe guy from our YouTube videos. Uh huh. You want to get hot. And don't worry, oh, what YouTube videos are you talking about? Well, if you're stupid like me and you go on a website, sometimes you see, like, icons, like Twitter icon, Instagram icon, a YouTube icon, say a Facebook deal, whatever there is, 
Sometimes I don't think to click them, but if you are smarter than me and actually click it, it'll take you directly to it. So if you're on it, you're like, you know what? I like these jackasses talking about the bills. I think I'm going to subscribe. If you got an Apple phone, little iPhone action, click the i read, click it, subscribe to it. You want to watch some comical YouTube videos? You're that bored out of your mind? You watch every other YouTube video on the planet? Yeah, go watch ours. Go watch ours. They're Bills related. They're funny. They're awesome. And by the way, our videos are coming back. We haven't been doing videos. Why? Because we're superstitious. Explain. Well, you see, every time we've taken a taken a jab at a specific player, the Bills have ended up losing that game. Mm-hmm. JPP. We, Tom yep. Brady. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. We didn't take a shot at the Jaguars, but we were gonna. Yeah, and, you know, we probably should have. But, hey, either way, there's going to be more video previews coming. I know. All two of you have demanded them. So, we can't wait to make more videos, and at this point, we don't give a shit because the Bills got to win out, frankly. So, numbillsfan.com, check out your shit. Yeah. Well, not your shit, our shit. Check out, check out all of our shit. It's all good. Subscribe to all of it. Tell your friends. Tell your parents, your brothers, your sisters, especially your sisters. Yeah, and if you want a t-shirt, shoot us an email, numbillsfan at gmail.com, and tell us what you want on the t-shirt. You want black and white? You want my face on there? You want me or Adam on there? We got it, but it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. And you could take it to any party, and you could wear it and be like, you know what, I'm the party animal. Because I got the Numb Bills fan crew. Because that's all we're doing. And they got a web page. Because they're so serious, they have a website. Check out these videos. Can you believe these guys make asses of themselves all of the time? Especially with power tools, and jumpsuits, and previews, and the bills. But now that this tire fire of an ad... Yeah, that we made up for an ad just to go check out our, out our website is well, over. We only get to launch our website once. This is a big deal for us. We never thought that you guys would actually keep listening to what we have to say. But you, you did. We're here. People are telling people are telling us they like what we're doing, and we're going to keep doing it. So numbillsfan.com is a huge deal for us. And if you think about it. This is a monument to, to the platform that you've let us have. And we couldn't have done it without, you know, everyone giving us the feedback, listening in, and Especially telling us an, to keep going. An so active Twitter presence. We love interacting with people. And most importantly, the reason we pause this is to reimply this is what Numb Bills fan is about. You go into this season with all the hype we were talking about earlier. You're pumped. You got Rex Ryan, big talker. He's putting this staff together. You got these free agent acquisitions. You trade Kiko for McCoy any day of the week in your sleep. You do that. Even if Alonzo had three great seasons, that's still taken for a former NFL rushing champ two years out and top five in the most yards from scrimmage since 2010 going into this year. Yeah, I'll take that damn guy. And I'm so excited. They got Charles Clay. They got Felton to run block, who blocked for Peterson. They got these guys. They got these pieces and, and and we're thinking this defense is going to be off the hook. And quite frankly, Deacon and I thought, man, this is going to be a rough year going into the season to do a podcast because they're going to be winning so much that 
what are we going to talk about after a while? You know right, what I mean? When they're winning, you're not going to sit here and pick it apart. You're, you, oh, Sammy, Sammy did good. Oh, you know, LaShawn McCoy did good. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor threw for how in, how his in for depth, eighth 300-yard game in 10 How in-depth are we going to get with, with a stat line, you know? When, when we don't have anything that we have to really vent our frustrations about, it's going to go quick. So after everything, here you are. We're 11 games in, and, and we just feel defeated. Yeah, so what this, do you do? You just eat cookies. This this last couple of weeks really just encompasses what Numbills fan is all about. And NumbillsFan.com is about bringing your spirits up. You know, and you might ask, you know, some people have have said, I don't get the previews before the game. We just kind of come up with something that has to do with the team and just piggyback off it and, and, and just pretty much like just, just make it, just, just make something happen that makes us lift our spirits because frankly, if we could sit here and be negative about the Buffalo Bills all day long, to me, that's an easy path to take. And honestly, frankly, to some of you out there reading Twitter, I don't even know why the hell you guys like sports. Because you guys are flipping tables one game in, three games in, five games in, six games in, and they're close to 500. All right? If there's a time to flip the damn table, though, it was that Chiefs game. And if there's a time to burn your jerseys, it's going to be after this Texans game. I'm not burning my jersey. I I don't think it'll burn too well because you got a lot of nylon, a lot of rubber in there, and it's gonna I, smell. I like so. my jersey. I don't know. I bought the Harvin jersey, and I'm hoping the Bill store will exchange with me. Percy, I know you're listening, dog, but what the hell, man? But yeah. I, either way, this is what non Bills fan encompasses. And thank you, along with everybody, for listening. All three of you. It's been great. Yeah. But back to the game. What do you got? What are some of the most important things to you? I mean, obviously you have the refs. It's a it's a long hard road with the refs, and I went to work with Dave today. We Dave Dave does drywall finishing, and sometimes when I got nothing else going on, which is a lot of the time, I tag along, and I was. I was saying earlier that the refs really need to implement a way to say, you know what, we really need to look at this. I think the referees should be able to say, hey, you know what, I didn't have a clear vantage point on that play. I couldn't see what was going on. Let me check Let me check the replay. Instead of having to make a call that might be the wrong call, if you're not sure if it was a catch or it wasn't a catch, if you're not sure – if the, the receiver was in bounds or if he stepped out, let let the ref throw throw it out there that it needs to be looked at. Instead of having to face the music for making a bad call. Not that I think these refs are being handled for making bad calls. They're not. If they can see a face mask in the Patriots game, a, a, a referee crew, and, and get together for a few seconds maybe 10 seconds to talk it over and say, hey, you know what? There's no call on that. But you have a 37-yard catch that Alex Smith had to go deep. It's third and long. Or I, I have no clue if it was third and long. It was third down. It felt like a third and long. It felt like the Bills at this point had them on the ropes and the Bills were in control. 
and the nose of this football drags across the turf, which, in some rules, I guess the, the ball can touch the turf. Who knows? Point being is, Rex Ryan had four seconds to figure out, and the guys upstairs, what to do, and they're not showing it on the replay on the Jumbotron, and that's a home field advantage thing. But what I don't like to hear is, you know, it's a really hard job. They can't see that. They can't do this and that. They can't do this. But from my couch, they can do a replay instantly and just have somebody call in and go, guys, you need to really look at this. But, again, I think it's a brotherhood. I think it's an ego thing, and we don't want to be wrong. And now you actually have homers like Mike Carey, who were the head of officiating before, actually going against his own, his own brothers in this thing. And a lot of times... I, I've seen guys like Mike Carey just go and back up his own. Do you really do you really think it's that fraternal though? Yes, I do, because anything is fraternal. I mean if coaches have egos, why and we have egos and everybody has egos, look at look at simple guys in like local bands. And they could be covering music that they never wrote. And they we've dealt with these douchebags. And they just think that they're the shit and it's like, dude, you're covering some two chord song you didn't even have the courage to write it and to put the work in to make that song big and you're gonna walk around like you're some shit dude i don't care if you went to school for me i don't care about all that you're telling me that these guys who are who are refs don't have some kind of hey we gotta back our boys up because if they wanted to get the calls right when hogan caught the ball and took three steps and hit the ground another ump would come over a ref whatever they're called zebras and, and go, hey, man, I really think we should get a look on that. Is that a crime? Is that a crime to, to huddle up and really talk about it and correct it? Because you guys are willing to lift up the flags. Seems on the bills a lot. But you're willing to lift up the flags and take it back. Why can't you do that on a big play? College football has it right. Yeah. Yeah, they they really do. So instead of saying, hey, you know, this job is really hard. Okay, let me tell you something. A long time ago, they came up with a thing called the fucking wheel. Do you know what the wheel did? It made your life easier. So we have this thing in 2015 called instant replay and videos and tablets. And you can find any information. You can find any tranny you want online. You can find any horse you want to buy. And you can find any camera or bong or case of beer. You can read reviews on everything down to a toothpick. Okay, you can even re read reviews on whatever you can dream of, a restaurant. But you're telling me that even in 95, they couldn't have a monitor on the side that they look at or just have a TV that just constantly shows every play because if it's fair across the board for every stadium, why are the coaches living in the Stone Age and the umpires and refs living in the Stone Age, but the rest of us get the live feed there or on the TV. But if you ever go to the games, it is like the Stone Age because sometimes you don't even see a replay. And I'm I'm trying to send a text out to Adam over here. What the hell happened if the text goes through? So if you've gone to a game, you understand where the coach is. If you haven't gone to a game, you're probably like, I don't get it. They got to challenge it. Don't get me wrong. Rex Royally screwed up a couple times with that. But it's not his job. But if you want to rewind, you look like you have a thought. You're like coming and hawing over there on what I was saying. Don't give me that no, no look. I, I, 
But do you get what I'm saying? No, it's just so fucking primitive. Excuse my French. It's so primitive. And it's it's something that I was worried about coming into the season. I say I've said it the last few podcasts. You look forward to it this season, and then the first preseason game, you're like, oh, these guys are here. Okay. Yeah. What kind of mood are they in? Especially but past interference calls like that one can't. on Roby, game changers. Game changers. Can can you win this situation if you're if you're the officials though? If me personally, I would like to see the right calls made. Replay is a great idea, but let's let's be honest. If it if it turned into like replay, 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 we'd be sitting here making a podcast about that. You want to know something? You're telling me that they can't add five seconds between every play. They cannot add five seconds between every play. Having a guy after the play and the whistle is done, having two guys to say even three guys in a room simultaneously, yeah, that call was bad. Just lift it. They phone down. You know, ET phones home. Yeah, guys, let, let's change that. And and you want there's no reason they can't do that. Now I don't watch a lot of college football, but everybody raves college football has a right. And you want to know what they also have right in college football? They let the kids play. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed. And guess what? Asswives with their concussion shit. You're right. The concussions are no joke. But guess what? People are tearing ACLs, season-ending injuries. There's been so many knee injuries and, and like, high ankle injuries this season. Unreal. So you hit them high, meh. Concussion. You You hit them low, oh, they can't walk when they're 40. And if you're the refs, I feel bad for you. I really do because you're in a lose-lose, but I don't understand why you can't try. I don't understand why you guys can huddle up and lift up a flag, but you can't huddle up and correct the pass interference. Right. It it, it makes no sense. You look forward to the whole season, and, and you get down to this crap. And here's the biggest issue I yeah, have. Maybe, maybe things like pass interference should be like where – where this takes place, where if if that flag goes down, you you, you know what it is in college. Take a, you take a look at it and just verify. Yeah, college is fifteen did, yards. He, he didn't get his head around her. Yeah, he did push off. Or yeah, he. How many times you watch Tom Brady throw the ball up and he gets that pass interference in the end zone or brings the ball could be fifty yards and on, on the one yard line they score. You're telling me that shit ain't scripted. You had Eric Wood on WGR Monday talking with Shobin the Bulldog saying, "Hey." Watch what happens when the running back of the Bills or anybody, you know, any running back going against the Patriots crosses the line of scrimmage. You have guys flopping if they can't get to them. Yeah. They try to draw holding calls. Yeah, they fall They fall back. They LeBron it, okay? They soccer player it. At the end of the day, you had these players who have dedicated their lives to football, these coaches who have dedicated their lives to football, finally waiting for that break. Or maybe they've had success and run the last leg. See Kyle Williams. Um, you know, bad break with that. See these other guys. You know, this defensive line might not be intact next year with Mario Williams. The roster's going to change. Our time really is now. And quite frankly, I'm fine with the way Tyrod played. I'm fine with, that. you know, some. you look at a stat line, it's not a bad stat line. No, okay. no, not at all. But my overall point is these guys have jobs that are probably really temporary. And when you have refs that don't have to pay any penalties to this, except for really one time a couple weeks ago, 
They suspended some guys, and I believe they just moved the crew onto a Patriots. The next Patriots game, they, they moved the crew around, but nothing severe. The players and the coaches pay for this. They are the ones who pay for this in the end because at the end of the day, when Rex has a record, per se, of 7-9, 10-6, Eight and eight, and then you go back and you're like, okay, so far this year, the Giants was some bullshit, the Jaguars was some bullshit, and oh by the way, the ref just picks up the ball with two seconds left. They could have thrown up a hail mary. That's why it's called a hail mary. You don't know what's gonna happen. We at least want a fair shot, and I can't. And I'd be yeah. an idiot if I just blame all the Bills' problems on the refs. I, trust me, I'm with you. You're probably screaming right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I think Tyrod's got to make better reads. I mean, next quarterback topic for me for a few is is really quarterback play. I I thought Tyrod is serviceable. I don't even I don't I don't want to pick on one person in particular. I think the whole team needs to execute better on offense. Well, here's the deal: is I feel like quarterbacks are are obviously the most important position, and I feel like they're under a microscope the whole time. And since Ryan Fitzpatrick. I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick has been the best quarterback in Buffalo since Bledsoe, and I feel like Tyrod Taylor is one of the better options we've seen, obviously, since Fitzpatrick. And the reason we feel that way is he's dynamic. He has a lot to offer. And at the same time, I think there's some reads, et cetera, he could make. Maybe I believe Chris Brown touched that, hey, they're giving him half-field reads. Whatever, 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 and Sammy needs to be in that read, he says, etc. So he's developing, and the thing is, is he is not shitting all over himself, and that's the big, big deal. Is excuse me, if Tyrod Taylor is set up correctly, I feel he can win. He's a smart, smart quarterback. He he threw three touchdowns, no interceptions, almost threw for three hundred yards. You know, Sammy had six receptions, 158, two touchdowns. I mean, Sammy Watkins, bud, I know you're listening. Absolutely beautiful. But even Sammy after the game said, you know, we got to be more aggressive and then backpedaled off his comments a little bit. And I'm sure that was a hint to the coaching staff, like, what the hell happened here? And I, I feel like the offense fell apart. And next thing you know, just the same similar feeling is in that Jaguars game. Time's really running thin. Yeah. Time's really running thin. I mean, the Jaguars took nine minutes off the clock coming off out after the first half and the second half, their opening drive, nine minutes. This one, and, and yes, the Bills did come back and regain the lead and Buffalo happened. But then this one just felt like the Bills just couldn't, like they couldn't get their gears clicking and just their run defense has suffered the last few games. It has not been good. Yeah, it just it's so hard with the Bills because I love your complete signs. Yeah, I know. I'm great with that. Tell me why it's hard with the Bills. Because so many other teams have gotten to the successes that we've been we've been dying for as fans to see the Bills hit by just playing good football. And it's just like we have to do more than just beat the average odds that these other teams face. It's not good enough for us to play pretty good football. We have to play good enough football that 
when these boneheaded things come up, when these phantom calls come up, when you know the referees are extending drives in the in the case of the Jaguars game, and this got me a little bit hot. Now I'm I'm, I'm doing the hands thing like I like I'm Italian. Tegan's been trying so hard to be Italian today. He's like, hey, and I'm just like, dude, stop. I'm not trying to be. And Italian. And then he called me a bad Italian. Yeah, yeah, no, my, I, I, Dave's actually Italian, but he does his little Italian, a and I got my then shtick. I he's got his little shtick, and my shtick is making fun of his shtick. But it's not that funny. Where are you going with this, Bay? I don't know. You you you, you took me. You I took just interrupted me right you off. like always. Yeah, 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 always. You never let me finish. What you're trying to say, Anything bud, say. is you you, you, no, just, bills... you just can't put that put it in the game of the refs, and we can always say that. But bad breaks happen, and it's like. Unless we dominate a team, like we did that first Dolphins game, unless we absolutely obliterate the shit out of them, what do we do? Because then you clearly make Alex Smith only throw deep. You take out the run game. You take everything out. Right. It's just like we're always fighting for our life, and then it seems like something has to happen that's the final nail in the coffin, like the the foot on the back of our head, and it just drains the life out of us. It's a constant... That constant beat that you hear in your head is just your head just bashing a two by four, just a stud in your wall. Find thud, a stud thud, and just thud, 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 just like that. <laughs> that's a that's a good analogy. You really think? How did you get here? How the, how do like what are the odds of the Texans coming back and having a winning record? What are the odds of the Steelers coming back and so showing some semblance of life? What what are the odds of the Raiders? The fucking Raiders? Right, right. The Raiders? Yeah, let's 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 talk Texans because we got the Texans coming up this week. We're out here with this stacked lineup. We got LaShawn McCoy, Sammy Watkins, all the playmakers. We've already touched all of it this week. And the offensive line actually played good, I thought, against the Chiefs. They played decent. We got Especially protecting Tyron. We got these big names. And we're losing games. And then you look at a team like Houston. They can't keep a running back on the field. Arian Foster missing another year. They've had three quarterbacks. They've had three quarterbacks. And they're out there with TJ Yates winning football games. And we're over here blowing blowing leads and racking up these L's. It's got to bite the dust, but we're going to dive into that in a couple days for yeah, the Texans the, preview. But be, be on the lookout for that because even though he's a tool bag as far as like what they make us think of him because they just gargle his nuts, J.J. Watt's a good player, man. And J.J. Watt's probably a hell of a dude. You know, but like I'm not going to sit here right now the week before they play him and, and, and rub his balls. I'm sorry. And But he's a hell of a player. And don't forget Vince Wilfork. He's on that team going up against Eric Wood. Eric Wood called that like a little classic matchup. So that's going to be crazy because he hasn't been over center in a bit. He's always played over guard in the last few years on the Giants so or on the Patriots. So it's, it, it's not going to be easy. And you got, you got Clowney. Yeah. I mean, get real here. I, I hope we see screens. I hope we see Sammy worked in more. I, at this point, you don't have Harvin on the other side. You got Woods, and man, he makes some spectacular grabs. All these guys, I love Hogan, you know, but 
the awareness level of this team needs to be the, the, the foot needs to be on the gas now. And if it doesn't get on the gas, we're all going to be checking out and we're going to have some bad fucking radio, frankly. So it's going to suck. It's really going to suck. And, and I want, I want us to live, us, but especially Dave and I, I want us to live another day. I want us, even if they play like crap and they, and they barely edge it out like the, like the Tennessee Titans, the worst case scenario you're getting is, you know what? We live another day. This is cool because things can break. Yes, the Chiefs has a have a very easy schedule coming up. Okay, a very easy schedule. At the same time, at the same time, there's a reason they play the games. It just sucks that hey, the Bills had to play the Chiefs three times. Which is whatever. I'm not intimidated by the goddamn Chiefs, alright? But the Bills had two losses to the Patriots. I mean, get out of here. Get out of here. That's what's going to happen. So what do you do? We got to have hope. As much as we're like, shit's over, you got to have hope. Because if not, if you don't have hope, you're not listening to this. If you don't have hope, you're not reading articles. If you don't have hope, what's the point in the first place? So you can be negative. I love talking to everybody on Twitter. I really honestly, me personally, I can't do Twitter during the game because I just want to punch everybody in the face. Because quite frankly, I see, oh, what do you know? Here we go again. Dude, I'm sick of this here we go again bullshit, man. It's a new coaching staff. It's new players. It's a new GM. It's a new whatever from 15 years ago. It's a new owner. Yeah, to be fair, I don't. I don't really pay attention to what's going on on Twitter. I say what I have to say, and that's it. And to everyone who tweets at me that I don't get back to during the game, I apologize. But, you know, I'm in the zone. When I get in the zone, I, I'm not tweeting. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw my little thoughts out there here and there, but we're not we're not going in-depth during the game. That's... That's what that's what this is about. If you want if you want want to know what I really think, numbillsfan.com. Download this podcast. Subscribe. We're Come. out. Peace. Numbillsfan.com. Please tell your friends. We love you. Many kisses. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And shout out, little shout out to Mike Sawyer. We love you. Oh yeah, and shout out to my dad. It's his seventy second or. Yeah, 72nd birthday today. Good job. You're a great son. Yeah, thanks Thanks for listening, Dad. We know you're out there. I hope you probably turned it and off. And he spent his coffee money that you gave him, Papa Deeks, on wings. On Way to go. On chicken wings, yep. All right, we're really done. Numpillsfan.com. Peace.